how do you know when it's time to move on? In a recent podcast entitled Bloom Before You Go, I said that we can't just pick up and leave every time we're unhappy, that we need to get complete. We need to have completion and closure in the place where we are before it's time to move on. So when do we know that it's time to move on? Maybe that time is now. And here's how you know when it's time to stop blooming and go. Welcome to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host, and I want to show you how to create your rich, happy, and successful life. Since 2004, I've been teaching soul-congruent, mind-expanding, wholeness living to a global audience. I'm known as the world's most accurate intuitive, the iconic energy savant, a best-selling author of eight books, the expert on energy boundaries, alignment, integration, and intention. And I'm the founder of the Becoming 360 Method of Transformation. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and energize you to embrace your full potential, upsource your possibilities, revive your life, and shine your light brightly. Thank you for joining me on this week's High Vibes Living Podcast. And I hope you'll learn something that tunes you into your high vibes and motivates, energizes, and inspires you and shines some light on your journey. Let's get started. One of my most popular articles was titled Bloom Before You Go, and it was really about my story. I lived in a place where I was extremely unhappy. All the reasons that I had moved there, which was to help out family, no longer applied, and yet I was stuck there. I couldn't get my house sold. I couldn't move. I felt like it wasn't the right time for me to go. So I wrote this article entitled Bloom Before You Go because that was my message that I received from my guides. Rather than spending all my time trying to leave, I needed to be happy there, to learn to be happy in this place that I thought was really the most unhappy place in the world for me. Well, one year after I wrote that article, which was a message to me to be happy where I was so that I could have closure and then create the energetic paradigm for my new location from a place of joy, I got another message. Bloom time was over. It was time to go. Other places were calling me and I was ready to leave. I had done all the blooming I could, grow time was finished, and now it's go time. I really did do my best in that year, starting with the time that I got the message, bloom before you go, to be happy. I joined some groups. I went to a few meetups. But then there came a time when I knew that it was just not going to become a place where I was going to have happiness in the long term. I never could see myself living there in the long term. But there was a reason for me to be there. And I had to complete that work before I could move on. But rather than dashing out the door at the first opportunity to go, which was very tempting to do, I had to learn to be happy there. I had to learn to figure out how I could create a space of joy for myself because if I couldn't create it there, I wouldn't be able to really create it anywhere else. Isn't it true that our lessons follow us wherever we go and that eventually you have to turn and face the lessons and face their learning or you'll never be free of them? And that was the case for me as well. 
So I did bloom successfully and there was nothing more for me to do a year later. But since I had decided to be at my highest vibes and to be really positive and really forward thinking the whole time I was there, that was the energy I was taking to my new place. Now, I know I've put this article in the context of moving to a new area, but this is part of every life transformation. The energy we leave with is the energy we start our new life path with. Let me give you a couple of examples. My first example is with a woman who was getting a divorce. Now, her husband had had an affair with the company secretary, literally, and she was extremely angry that he had destroyed their lives, that he had upset their lives in, in this way. This was one of my coaching clients, and it took me a while to kind of talk her down from this extreme level of anger into a more rational way of looking at the experience. I had to ask her two important questions. One was, did she want a divorce or did she want revenge? Because the only people who were going to win in that the game she was playing were the lawyers who were going to charge them hundreds of thousands of dollars of legal fees because all they were doing was fighting and mainly all she was doing was fighting because she was angry but the other question I had to ask her was did she really believe that the relationship that her husband had with his new partner was the same as the one she had with him because she put the energy in that relationship and it was her who made their marriage successful and their business very successful too. So her blooming had to do with being able to stop being angry, to realize that in the context of their marriage, that journey was over. Her husband had decided that and it was time for her to go as well, to let go of that relationship, which was not easy. She was still very angry, very hurt, feeling very betrayed, but she needed to put a different foot forward and get the divorce or spend the rest of her time being angry. And I also told her, if you continue to be angry like this, you're never going to have another joyful moment in your life and your children deserve better than to have a angry mother who can't be happy. And that was a big eye opener for her. So once she did that, the divorce went through, she did start a new life. Several years later, she found somebody else. And now she's actually in a beautiful relationship with someone who loves, honors and respects her and is very happy. But she had to learn to let go of all that anger. Or she was going to spend as I told her the rest of her life just being an angry person. Let's take the example of another relationship issue, and that is carrying over the residue of the past. So these, I've had many clients who've had difficult, if not challenging relationships in the past, and each new relationship they enter into, they bring in this whole set of criteria that starts with, I don't want this, and I don't want that, and I don't want this other thing. So they end up getting the person who embodies that qualities of that list because that's the energy they're putting out there and then they're surprised when the energy doesn't work. So getting completion and closure is actually part of the healing process that is healing. Healing is not fixing something or putting a band-aid on it. I teach healing in my trademark way as a process of completion and closure. So we are complete knowing we've done all we could and we have closure, we're finished. And it's only with completion and closure that we can move on. 
And then you know that it's time to move on. Because in order to have completion and closure, you have to stop being angry. You have to stop being upset. You have to stop being sad or feeling betrayed by a situation. Even if those things occurred, it's how you process that energy and it's how you resonate with those results that dictates the energy of your next step. But regardless of how we feel about something, we have to be able to move on. We have to be able to bloom, to rise above the challenges where we are before we can move on because things are not better somewhere else. And we do have work to complete where we are or we wouldn't be there. So we can move to another place at a higher vibe. If we move on when we're resentful, angry, miserable, and unhappy, we'll take that energy with us into the new place and we'll attract a place with that kind of energy. I don't know about you, but that's not what I want to do. It can seem like we're last in line. Others get to move on while we have to stay in place where we are really not happy, we don't fit, and we don't seem to resonate with the energy or the people of that place at all. But eventually it is time to move on. And that day of release that we've been waiting for finally comes around for us. Now here's the question. Do we take it or do we hold back because we feel we're not finished based on how we define being finished? But there's another reason why we stay in places longer than we need to. And this is part of the bloom before you go lesson. Sometimes that lesson is for us to take control over when we're finished, not jumping out the door at the first sign of trouble, but truly giving ourselves the completion and closure that we need in order to move on. When we are finished, when we decide that we're done with a place and it's time to move on, we do so in response to our soul's desire for expansion into new potentials and to abandon our quest or our self-imposed mission to heal everyone or change the world. That can be really hard to do because we want to make sure that we fulfilled our entire purpose where we are, learned all of its lessons and done all we could do. And sometimes the fulfillment of that life purpose is how many people we can heal and transform. Now, this is our self-imposed life purpose we never get this kind of life purpose from the universe. It's never our job to heal other people. And I'll make that clearer in just a minute. So we hang around sending them small or large hints to get on with it so we can move on. But here's an insight flash for you. Our life purpose and life path movement do not depend on what anyone does with their healing. Let me repeat that because I know this is important. Our life purpose and life path movement do not depend on what anyone does with their healing. Our mission is to put the information out in front of them and let them choose. This is how we honor their energetic sovereignty. How does this work? Well, let me give you an example. Imagine what would happen if you went to a restaurant and after the server brought you your food, they tied a bib around your neck, sat down next to you, and fed you every bite, also telling you that you had to eat everything on your plate or you would not get dessert. You would probably think they were completely mad and would never go to that restaurant again. But this is what we do 
when we force feed healing to people, when we believe that somehow our life movement, our movement forward is connected to their own healing and transformation. It's not, and by the way, it never is. We put those burdens on ourselves. That is self-imposed. That is never imposed on us. But the other aspect of, of blooming before we go, of really getting all the traction from that experience is to not have to repeat these lessons in our new plays. So when I wrote that original article, Bloom Before You Go, and then a year later, I got the message. It was the end of summer, and we'd had a particularly nice summer, lots of rain, fairly mild weather for summer. And I had planted lots of geraniums. I love geraniums. And they were blooming profusely, even though it was the end of summer, we were getting into fall, we'd had some cooler weather, we hadn't had a frost yet. And if you're a gardener, you know that geraniums die with the first frost. They are not frost tolerant at all. My geraniums were blooming beautifully. And I remember sitting outside looking at them one day and thinking, wow, they know that their time is up. They they have just a few more days, if not weeks of bloom time, and then the frost is going to come and they're going to go. But they're going to bloom until the very last minute. They could just stop blooming because they're going to die anyway. At that time, we'd already had a few cooler mornings and they knew that winter was coming, but they're blooming until the very end. And not just blooming, like sending out one or two flowers, but the whole flower was one massive bloom of beautiful pinks and reds. And I had white ones and I had pink and white ones. I had all colors of geraniums and they were just this massive color in my garden. They're going to go out with a glorious finale, and that's how I hope you go out too, and that's how I went out in the glorious finale of knowing I was finished, having completion and closure, and being able to leave knowing that I had gotten all the lessons that I needed to learn from this place. When it's time to go, we can stop blooming, we can wait and hold back our joy, but it's much more fun to keep on blooming as we're walking out the door. The decision to move on is is hard sometimes depending on how we view it. If we want to have perfection and completion, if we want everybody to be healed and whole, and we've created expectations about how that will look, we may never go because we'll be waiting for something that may never happen, especially if it deals with other people's healing. But if we focus on our needs and how we feel and what our heart tells us is right for us, then knowing when to stop blooming and go will be very clear. That doesn't mean we have to pull up our blooms by the roots before it's time. We can continue to bloom as we prepare for the next steps. In fact, it's easier to plan for new beginnings when we're in a place of joy rather than when we're miserable and unhappy. Wouldn't you rather move from joy to joy then hope the next place will be better than where we are because we are so unbelievably miserable. I've run away from my unhappiness too many times to know that unfinished business somehow finds its way into my suitcases and follows me into my new place, no matter how much I want to close the door on it or it to just disappear. The timing of this realization for me, as it probably is for you, was classic because one year before I got the time to go message, I got the bloom before you go message. So I focused on being grounded and happy where I was. It wasn't easy because I really did not like that place, but I also knew 
that I didn't want to repeat these lessons in my new place. Wherever you go, there you are, as the saying goes, and isn't it true? Now, a year later, the message was clear. It was time to go. It was time for me to stop blooming there, to prepare for my next steps while I'm enjoying the beauty of the present moment. So I can sit outside and look at my beautiful geraniums. And I had a beautiful garden in that house. Look at all the wonderful colors. Look at the flowers that were also enjoying the cooler fall weather and sending out their final blooms before the frost came and they all died. They were going to bloom till the very last minute. And you should too. It all happens though with divine timing, which is not a matter of time. It's a process of energy, fit, synergy, and flow. And if we disconnect from our current space while we're in full bloom, imagine what high vibes we're setting our energetic paradigms with for our new places and spaces. Impatience is not going to make this happen any faster, something I know too well from experience. We can't hurry our way into new beginnings. We can try, but if we think we need to rush into them, we're running away from something that is going to follow us. Closure must be clean and clear now in all aspects. Taking responsibility for our reality means owning everything we created so we know what we don't want to create in our new and in our next space, whether that's a place, a relationship, a job, or other life situation. And if we let new beginnings flow gracefully from the beauty of our blooms, then we can leave our old path with a glorious memory of beauty rather than frustration, unhappiness, and anger. If you've been blooming before you go, it may be time to stop blooming and gather your seeds so you can plant them somewhere else. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best-selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living Podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away, as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together.